0: Just in case you didn't know, you're listening to Men of Abundance, episode 135, with Mark Podolsky, AKA The Land Geek. Welcome to
1: Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former Army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael.
0: What is new and amazing in your world, Men of Abundance? I hope you had an amazing weekend. Man, we have a jam-packed week this week. I'm bringing you four shows, three interview shows, and of course, Pay It Forward, Aloha Friday Today, we are talking with Mark Padowski, a.k.a. The Land Geek. And then on Tuesday, you get the rare treat of talking to an old army buddy of mine that I was stationed with in Germany. This dude, Timothy Stroud, is an unbelievable individual. Wait until you hear what this cat has going on. Then on Thursday, we're gonna be talking with Todd Treseder, and he is your financial mentor. So this week, we are talking about real estate, Then we're going to have an amazing conversation with an army buddy of mine. And then we're going to talk about finances and how to make it not so boring and super interesting to you so that you can take care of that part of your life as well. So guys, if you have not done so already, make sure that you subscribe to Men of Abundance on whatever podcast player you're listening to this on. If you're listening on the website, click on one of the buttons underneath the podcast player so that you can make sure that you get every single episode automatically downloaded to your phone as soon as it airs. Also underneath the podcast player, you can leave a rating and review that would be greatly appreciated. If you're brand new here, welcome. Thank the person that invited you here, that turned you on to Men of Abundance, then pay it forward and share it with somebody else. That's how we get the word out, guys. All right, so I know all of you have so much going on. You want to get on to that next podcast. I want you to get through this one and get a lot out of it, just like I did when I first had the conversation with Mark, and then while I was doing the editing just a few minutes ago. So I'm going to get right into it and introduce you to Mark. Mark J. Podelsky, AKA the Land Geek is widely considered the country's most trusted and foremost authority on buying and selling raw, undeveloped land within the United States. He has been actively investing in real estate and raw land since 2001 and has completed over 5,000 unique transactions. Mark has achieved this level of success largely due to his core business philosophy, Happy Customers Guaranteed. Mark is the host of one of the top-rated podcasts in the investing category on iTunes, aptly titled The Best Passive Income Model and The Art of Passive Income. He is also the host of the Land Geek podcast, Work Smart, Earn More, Learn How. Men of Abundance, it is my pleasure to introduce you to Mark J. Podolsky. Mark, welcome to Men of Abundance, man. How are you doing?
1: Wally Carmichael pulse is normal respiration's fine I'm thrilled to be here thanks so much
0: and I see you're walking on the treadmill while you're talking to me
1: absolutely because you know sitting's a new smoking
0: I dig it I absolutely dig it and um, I I do sit quite a bit but I'm that guy that I just absolutely have to get up about every 40 minutes and take a walk or stretch out or walk around because I just get so stiff but um, I dig the uh, the walking and the talking
1: thanks yeah I, I feel like I think better you know Walking and talking.
0: It makes sense. I definitely think better when I'm on my feet for sure. So where are you at in the world? Other than so on I'm the in, treadmill.
1: I I'm in your old hometown, Phoenix, Arizona.
0: Yes, you are. That absolutely. Born and raised. We've said it many times out here. And uh what are you originally from Phoenix?
1: No, I'm from uh Saint Louis, Missouri.
0: How in the world did you end up in Phoenix from Saint Louis?
1: You know, I my wife uh and I were married for about a year. And I was working with dentists at the time in Kansas City. And we went out here to visit her parents. that were snowbirds from Milwaukee. and I'm looking around, and I didn't love my job at the time. And every day was just beautiful. And the mountains, and you know, growing up in the Midwest, like, you know, your day could get ruined by weather within like an hour, right? Mm-hmm. so but here, your day never gets ruined by weather, and I just became enamored with it very young city um and beautiful and um I I just I'm like honey let's let's move here and she said no and I said (laughs) come on and she said no I said well give it give it five years and if you don't like it uh you know we'll move back to the midwest well it's been almost 20 years and three kids later and she still wants to
0: move yeah yeah so where about in phoenix are you
1: So I'm in in a little pocket called Paradise Valley. Oh,
0: yeah, no, it will. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, before we get too much into the show, you know, I really like to start out the way that I start pretty much every single morning, and that's with an attitude of gratitude. So what do you have to be grateful for today, Mark?
1: So, you know, it's so funny because I, I wake up every morning, I write my gratitude journal, and... You know, I really think about the, just I write like three things I'm grateful for. So today, I, I was just really grateful to wake up healthy, um, pain free. I, I hurt my back last week, and um, and be next to my wife, um, who was also you know in a happy, good mood, and and then you know be able to make breakfast for my children, and and drive them to school. Uh, I was super grateful for that, and then to be able to to come home and do work that I really love doing. I was super grateful for that.
0: All great things. And, you know, just that habit is so transforming. It has been for me anyway.
1: No, it, absolutely. I, I love this Tony Robbins quote. Uh, Suffering is an excessive focus on yourself. And when you're grateful, you can't be focused on yourself and your stuff. Mm-hmm. You're you're just great. you're It's like the state of gratitude. For all these things that you already have and not that you
0: want. E- Excellent. Absolutely. So, you know, we talked a little bit about what you do uh, with real estate, and we're going to get a little bit more into that just because I have a huge interest in real estate and specifically raw land. I've never talked to anybody who's actually done that, but I would like to hear a little bit more about you. Here are men of abundance. We really like to get to know the man behind the abundance. So let's get a little bit personal, Mark.
1: Well, I, you know, I've... You know, it's a a very broad question. Um, Who am I, right? And um, I think it changes as I get older where, you know, what was important to me, let's say when I was in my 20s and, you know, chasing, you know, money and, you know, big houses and big cars and prestige, and then in my 30s getting all that stuff, and then in my forties, um, you know, going through some hard times in real estate, and then you know, having this this uh, the sort of this this realization that, um, you know, conventional success really is is not uh, going to make me happy, right? And so, I think that um, as I get into my in my forties. Um, I'm really focused on, you know, a few things, and just, you know, number one, being present with my with my children, my wife, uh, my friends, my family, and uh, and, and and you know, having this attitude of gratitude, and and you know, instead of goal setting, fear setting, right? So I'm prepared to be homeless, right? I, I don't want to be homeless, but I can go out and take big risks in in business and real estate because. The worst case, I've, I'm already prepared for it.
0: Yeah, very good point. You know, you've been doing real estate, what you're doing now, since about 2001. What did you do before that?
1: So I was a very unhappy investment banker. Um, mergers and acquisitions with private equity groups. And I had a 45-minute commute to work and back and high pressure and micromanaged. and um, You know, I wouldn't get the... Sunday blues, anticipating Monday. I'd get the Friday blues anticipating the weekend going by really fast, I'm going to be back at work on Monday. And um, you know, the way I fell into land was, my firm hires this guy, and he's telling me that on the side, he's going to tax deed auctions. He's buying up raw land, pennies on the dollar. he's flipping it online, and he's making 300 percent returns on his investment. Well, Wally, I'm looking at companies all day long. I mean, a great company, a great company has 15% EBITDA margins or free cash flow. Great company. Mm. Your average company is at 10%. I'm looking at companies all day long that are less than 10%. So I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm from the show me state. I don't believe them. So we go to this you know, little town in New Mexico. I've got three grand saved up for car repairs. And sure enough, you know, I bought 10 half acre parcels and average price of $300. The next week, I just did exactly what he said to do. I put them up online, and I sold them for an average price of over $1,200. It worked. So then I went to another tax deed auction, and man, this is 2,000, no one's in the room. And I took all that money, I bought up as much raw land as I could in Arizona. I flipped all that over six months, I made $90,000 on that one auction. So I go to my wife, I'm like, honey, I'm ready to quit my job and invest in land full time. She said, absolutely not. So I said, fine, fine. So I I invested in raw land part-time while I worked full-time at my miserable job. And it took me 18 months for the land investing income to exceed my investment banking income. And I've been doing it full-time ever since. and, And I love it.
0: Wow, Mark, you really said quite a bit there, and I'm, I'm going to circle back to some of that. And I originally asked that question, we, de- we delved so much deeper than I even expected, because I originally asked that question because do you still, first off, that very st- stressful. When I think of, when I hear the story about more heart attacks are on Mondays than ever, I think of that occupation that you were doing before. Those are those guys that, that come to work and have a heart attack, I mean, if they even make it to work. Um, very stressful. Do you still communicate with some of those guys that you worked with before?
1: You know, I see them occasionally in town, but I—I not really.
0: The reason why I ask that is because I've been thinking about this over the last couple of days, uh, because those of us that are doing something outside the norm, and what you're doing is outside the norm from what you were doing before, certainly. Here I am podcasting on the side. I've got my little side hustles going on and stuff. And when I post something on social media that I got a new job or I got a raise at my job, 200 people are going to like it and comment. But when I put anything about anything sort of outside of the norm, um, I bought a parcel or, you know, I launched a new podcast to this guy that, you know, that's doing these amazing things in the world that's completely different than anybody else is doing. It's like crickets. The only people that comment are the people that are in my circle in that circle. Right. So I bring that up because I just wonder if you st- if you find the same thing kind of with what you're doing, either with your real estate or with your podcasting or anything else you got going on.
1: You know, it's, it's funny because I don't spend a whole lot of time um, on social media. So, uh, I, I mean, I'm on there, but I'm not, I, Mark himself uh, doesn't do it. I'm, I'm a real geeky guy, Wally, so I've got tons of systems and automation. Um, my, my businesses are 90% automated. I don't know, to tell you the truth. Um, I would say, though, I think that what you're saying is, is true, though, where uh, if you're outside of, of the typical convention um you're you're going to attract some hate because you know people are threatened by it in a way right um because it makes them think well what what am I doing wrong like why why can't I be like wally
0: or they don 't even believe it because that 's the other thing that I want to touch on is your wife was like absolutely not, and I can relate because in and correct me if i 'm wrong in many guys that I talk to in my own personal situation is my wife i'll speak for my wife specifically is that 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 draw to security the traditional security of the job but there's so much more out there and the security can be managed in other ways and you you tracking what i'm saying does that make sense oh
1: yeah absolutely absolutely
0: yeah so i just find that very interesting that you know I love it when I talk to couples that both of them are fully on board with this non-traditional way of income. I absolutely love it because I, I feel the struggle of people, men and women, who their partner just has a hard time with really grasping the entrepreneur mindset of really just wanting to set their own time and, and not be stressed out. Not work. It's not even about working for somebody else. It's just working in a very stressful environment. And no matter what amount of money that you earn at something like that, if it's stressing you out and causing you health issues, I just don't see how it's worth it.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I actually take off Mondays and Fridays. I call them my terminal days. So I, I I say to you know my my wife like, look, today let's pretend that I got diagnosed with terminal cancer, right? Um, how would I want to spend that day? And mm-hmm. so, oftentimes, you know, when you think like that, like it's. It's great because we go, you know, I spend time with my wife or the kids. And I pick them up after school, or you know, doing these things that that I would want to do if that was going to be my last day on Earth, right? And so, um, the, having that mindset really, you know, pr- forces you into the present, and um, and makes you grateful for that day, right? So, I'm super grateful uh, to have those those terminal days to. To sort of you know simulate, well you know I don't know when I'm going to die. It, it could have been it could be that day. Mm-hmm. So um, you know I really think that. Uh, well I, I don't think I know I know that uh, time spent doing what you really love to do with the people that you love doing you'll never regret. Where if you're just t- chasing you know money or stuff, um, you, it's just going to feel empty.
0: I dig it. A terminal day. I absolutely love it. You know, as long as you've been doing everything, I'm sure not everything went absolutely 100% perfect with every single deal or even in life in general. Everybody has that kick in the gut moment, that one that really just takes the wind out of their sail, takes them to their knees in some cases. So I'd love for you to share one of those stories with us, one of those kick in the gut moments and just really make us feel that.
1: So, you know, it's 2010. And the funny thing about land investing is that um, we're like the long tail of real estate. So while everybody else is getting crushed in 2008, in 2009, I didn't really get hit until 2010, right? So I've got a huge home, I've got luxury cars, my kids are in private school, I've I've got young kids, so I've got a nanny five days a week, and a housekeeper five days a week. My personal overhead is super, super high. And all of a sudden, it was like just like one day, right? I think half my income gets gets dropped right I, I remember thinking like oh my gosh what what are we going to do and um and dealing with that and deal and, and slowly and methodically cutting out all these things that you know we thought were important to us you know getting rid of the car getting rid of the big house getting rid of the nanny getting rid of the housekeeper um you know not going out to big dinners every night and uh And I I remember thinking, like, this is this is just you know, uh, like my ego was hit so hard at that time, and I thought, oh, you know, I'm a failure. And then, I I I don't know, I I came out of it. I I remember playing like charades on a Saturday night with the kids instead of going out to like a you know a big you know fancy dinner, and thinking, well, this is way better. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) But getting to that. Point and, and, and you know and getting stripped of all this stuff and in the in the anguish and the guilt and feeling like I left my let my wife down let my kids down um, you know the, the moving and, and you know get, taking them out of their school that they loved um, it, it, it was really uh, you know really a, a huge kick in the head uh, from an ego standpoint and it, and it took a, it took a long time. Um, Maybe two years before I really felt comfortable in my own skin again
0: Yeah, and I'm glad that you brought that up and I'm glad you finally got that I can't tell you how many times I've heard just that it took me it took me losing everything In order to really realize what was important and what really was important to you in your life And like you said we change we all change I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with having all the stuff. There's nothing wrong at all Especially if you earn it fair and square You know, you got enough means for me. Don't over leverage yourself just to get that stuff, just to keep up with the Joneses type stuff, have the cash to to get that and to experience that. Love it. But don't make that everything. It's like I saw a a video uh, of the child who had his video game taken away and he's a young child and he threw a just a, you'd think he was having a seizure. He threw an outright fit. Well, hopefully he's learning that lesson young, <laughs> that things aren't that important. But I absolutely love that you did that. So what was your basic pivot point, your enough is enough moment, when you finally realized that after two years?
1: I i don't know. I mean, I, I remember uh, going out one night with a buddy, and um, we'd been out drinking. And I started thinking about, you know, all this stuff that had gone through, and and uh, and next thing you know, I, I passed out, and I and I I could have really you know hurt myself, but I, instead I, I cut my chin. I'm, I'm in the ER, and, and I I remember just kind of thinking like, just being filled with anxiety. Um, I I I don't you know really remember because it's so long ago now, but like h- how I came out of it. But I remember thinking, I'm in something. You know what I mean? And um, you know probably for a long time, just being cut off. And I, and I agree with you, like, there's nothing wrong with having nice stuff, right? Nothing at all in and of itself. But for me, it was more like, would this make me enough, right? Would this make me happy? And there was never enough. It never made me happy. And I, so I think being able to hit that sort of bottom and realize, okay, here's what really makes me happy. And then adding on, you know, being more comfortable and having nice things nothing wrong with it as long as you know it wasn't i wasn't chasing it to think to make myself feel better make enough or or happy it was just a different mindset that's in that way
0: right absolutely yeah good point at what point did you start podcasting and talking about all this stuff
1: um i think 2013
0: 14 well so you'd been doing it for a good 12 or 13 years oh yeah 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 so how did that end up, how did that come about? How did you end up getting into podcasting?
1: Well, I had a guy call me up one day, and he said, Mark, I want to, I want to learn how to invest in raw land like you. I said, I don't teach people how to do that. He's like, well, why not? I said, I, I just don't do it. So he said, well, what if I pay you X amount? I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> so okay. I'm like, okay, I'll teach you. So I taught him, and he did really, really well. And um, I recorded all those sessions and I created a, a, a product out of it. And, and you know, it's interesting because nobody ever really thanked me for selling them a piece of raw land. I mean, they were happy they bought a piece of raw land from me, right? But you know, today I get emails and I get phone calls and how, you know, I've changed people's lives by teaching them how to create passive income in real estate without the headaches of a renter rehabs or renovations or rodents. And for me, that's been the most gratifying piece of it is now, and I tell my wife this, you know, she hates when I say it, but like I can die in peace knowing that I've made a difference in the world. Um, you know, like just today I was talking to Sean and Rachel Rickman, whom were able to quit their job, um, and invest in land full time and they don't have kids, and they, they moved to Valencia, Spain, and they're now they're, they're, they're doing land investing in Europe. Uh, now they're going to the south of Italy, and it's just so inspiring to me, and, and so amazing. I had another guy call me yes last week. He's like, I make more money on the side um, investing in raw land than I do at my full-time job as a physical therapist. And he's like, you know, or, you know retiring their spouses, and you know, having more time. It's just, for me, it's been so gratifying.
0: How amazing is that? And I want to kind of tr- circle back just a little bit and then come back to that because before we got to talking on the show and before we started recording, I mentioned that I was I got into real estate and I, what I was doing was lease options. And I brought this up before, but and you, you don't have to say how much, you know, that you ultimately, the guy ended up paying you to do that. It's up to you. But I paid a guy after reading all the books and everything and trying to get into real estate. I just was not, I wasn't pulling the trigger. I was scared, I was fearful, you know, putting in investments. Finally, I just pulled the trigger and I paid a guy $5,000 to mentor me for a year to teach me how to do lease options. And he was I mean, he was literally on call when I was in a in a deal in Texas. And I said, "Hey, he was in California. He was either in California or Colorado depending on what time of year." And I would call him and say, "Hey man, this is the deal. He goes, all right, here's the, here's what you say. Go back in there and get this done. And that made all the difference in the world to have that guy right there by my side to mentor me and walk me through every single deal. Well, now that guy today, that was several years ago. That was at least 15 years ago. Now that same guy today charges $25,000 to do the same thing I paid him $5,000 for. Now he gives you all the contracts and all that kind of stuff. But I'm bringing that up because I'm talking to you, men of abundance. When you want to do something and you see how somebody else is living, don't get pissed off about their lifestyle and how they're living, ask them how they're doing what they do and see if they will mentor you just like this gentleman did with Mark. And he was bold enough to say, hey, will you mentor me? Will you show me how to do what you do? No, no, well here's, here's here's how much I'm willing, here's how much that's worth to me. How much is it worth to you? and find somebody that's doing what you want to do and and contact them. I think Mark might be uh, just the guy for some of you to contact if he would um, be willing to mentor you. What are your thoughts on that, Mark?
1: Well, I mean, you know, I I really think that if if you live by the credo, you can always make more money, you can't get more time. Like, why wouldn't you shortcut it and just Mm -hmm. learn from somebody that's made all the mistakes? I mean, when I first started, I wish I had somebody like me to teach me. And today, I mean, I'm nuts. Like, I will buy literally anything if it'll save me time. Um, one of my favorite apps now is Postmates. So, like, I don't go to Trader Joe's or Whole Foods or, you know, those, those stores anymore. I have somebody, you know, do my grocery shopping for me so I can I can do what I want to do. I don't like doing that stuff. I don't go to Target that gets delivered. I don't, you know, I don't run to Chipotle anymore with the three kids. I have it delivered. Uh, It's the best time ever to be alive. And so between software and automation and crowdsourcing, um, you know, you can really spend your life doing exactly what you want to do just about every minute of the day. Now the question is, are you going to be productive during that time, right? So yeah, I mean, if you're not productive, like I love to read, um, I love to exercise, I love to meditate, spend time with my family, um, and work. And so those things actually help me grow um, so I can have even more time and more freedom and flexibility as opposed to, like, you know, watching Netflix and and paying for Postmates.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm all about outsourcing. And when I say outsourcing, I'm not just talking about outsourcing your business. I'm talking about outsourcing your personal life too. Um, One of the biggest questions I ask, I've asked this several times of people that I know and in forums and whatnot, would you rather, asking of a lady, for instance, would you rather have a diamond ring? Or would you have a, rather have, you know, house cleaning for 30 days for your house? And 90% of the time, 99% of the time, it's house house cleaning. Same thing with the car, same thing with, you know, mowing the lawn. I used to have guys mow the lawn because of where I lived at before. Outsource that stuff so that you can enjoy the things that you would rather be doing. And you can even take it to the point to where, what's your time worth? You can literally calculate that out. And not only worth, like... You know, would you rather be working, doing deals, or would you rather be taking the kids to the park, picking them up from school, doing that kind of stuff? How much is that time worth to you? And somebody else needs the income. Somebody else has the business. They have the job. They're trying to make a living too. Help them out. There's so many ways to look at that, and I'm all for it.
1: Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing what you can do today.
0: Yeah, I actually know a guy who travels so much that he, on both regardless of where he's at definitely at home he's in San Francisco he has somebody come over and pack his clothes for him for his trip and then on the other end he's already got it lined up I don't know how he does it I don't know if there's an agency or something but he's already yeah, got it lined there's, up there's on an the other agency
1: end. yeah yeah there's, there's yeah there's there's services out to do it's amazing
0: exactly and they unpack his clothes they put them up in the, in the hotel room and whatnot he goes and does his conference whatever he's doing he don't have to worry about that stuff he hates that's one of the things he hates about traveling and he, he's got it all taken care of
1: yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is when you have abundance mentality, you know, there's more than enough out there. So, it, it, you know, that's our only non-renewable resource is time. Mm-hmm. So, but so many times who have scarcity mentality and, and they, you know, they, they overvalue this thing we call money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's the, before we get into the pay it forward part of the show here, Mark, I want to ask you this, what's one of the best deals that you've done? What's one of the best stories you can share with us?
1: You know, as far as one of the best deals I've done it was um, back in two thousand four, two thousand five. I I bought, gosh, hundreds of thousands of acres of land in Nevada, um, and then subdivided those those properties. And on that one deal, uh, I made over five million dollars, and uh, it, it, it was that was you know it moved the needle. It was the first time I ever went into debt and went over a million dollars in debt and I'm freaking out. But (laughs) it was, it was definitely, it was, it was go big or go home at that time. And and I, and I went for it. It was, it was, that was a great deal. And then as far as, uh, the mentorship, I met this guy, Scott Todd, and, um, he went to one of my live events and, and it, you know, it took me 18 months to be able to quit my full-time job as investment banker to go into land full-time. It took him 17 months and three days to replace his income at a Fortune 300 executive salary. Wow! And uh, and last year he did 197 deals to my 192, and I I couldn't be more proud of of his success.
0: That is just amazing. Yeah, I feel that. that. That is such an amazing feeling to move from success to significance. And man, we've talked about this before. In fact, we just talked about this with Aaron Walker and moving from success to significance. success is what you do for yourself significance is what you do for somebody else and if you get paid for that it's still significance because I'm telling you they'll they're glad to pay it because they're getting the return on their investment but more importantly they're getting their spouse home they're getting themselves home they're getting into a much healthier environment depending on what you're doing you know all things considered but I just absolutely love that mark and I I, but at this point I want to respect your time so let's get into the pit forward round. You ready for that? I'm ready. Outstanding. Hey, man, if you guys are ready to take your life and your business to the next level, man, have, I'm serious. I have something for you to check out. I just had a conversation this weekend with Evan Money. I was so pumped up after that conversation with him, and I didn't think I could get any more excited until I watched one of his documentaries that he has on Amazon Prime called Words of Art. You have to go check out this movie where he has conversations with Darren Hardy, Dennis Waitley, and so many other amazing individuals. And you're going to be able to hear our conversation in episode 139. It's going to post on the 20th of November, but that's not what I want to talk to you about right now. You're going to actually get the opportunity to meet Evan Money and meet his business partner, Dave M. Lucas. Because Dave and Evan are holding an amazing three-day event called Grow, Thrive, Revive, February 27th to March 1st. And listen, there are only 25 slots, so you're going to have to jump on this really quick. I'm going to have the link in the show notes, but you can go to growthriverevive.com and see what this is for yourself. But just to give you a brief idea of what we're talking about here, Grow, Thrive, and Revive is a one-of-a-kind experience for entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and leaders to focus on their business, maximize their capabilities, and create an amazing life experience in doing so. You will spend three days learning the best strategies, systems, and life hacks to grow yourself and your capabilities to help your business thrive, and doing it all while having the experience of your life, swimming with dolphins, racing Porsches, and much more helping you to revive. So either check out the link in the show notes or go directly to growthriverevive.com so that you can learn more about this event and learn more about who exactly is Evan Money and Dave Lucas. And listen, if you're serious about growing yourself and your business, you need to secure your seat at this inaugural Grow, Thrive, and Revive Summit and get the high-level coaching and training that you deserve. When you decide to register, hey, tell Evan that Wally sent you. No, seriously, when you do the registration, they're going to ask you who referred you. Go ahead and put Wally Carmichael in the box so that Evan knows that I sent you over there. And guys, I look forward to seeing you at Go Thrive Revive. Now, let's get back to the conversation. So give our abundant leaders one to three actionable steps that they can take today. Uh, The
1: first one is going to be educate yourself. So I would download an app called Mm -hmm. audible.com. Now, Audible is kind of expensive. like fifteen bucks a month. It's owned by Amazon, so I found another one, Wally. Bring it's it. It's called. So go to TuneIn.com, and you get unlimited audiobooks, um, music. Uh, it's crazy, and it's like a hundred bucks for the year. Um, Man, for unlimited
0: audiobooks. A hundred bucks for the year, and you get unlimited downloads.
1: Yeah, and then you can get TED, NPR, ESPN, um, podcasts. It's 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 amazing. Um, you can listen to NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, uh, commercial-free. It's crazy.
0: Man, I'm telling you right now, that's crazy because I can't keep up with all the free podcasts that I listen to and the books that I purchase. Now, if I have a free, you know, unlimited $100, bucks, I spend that. At, if, if I go to Barnes & Noble, between my wife and I, we're spending 200 bucks in physical books, and that's just crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm really enjoying TuneIn.com. Uh my second actual tip is figure out what you can automate. And there's this new website, uh I'm you can run your whole business out of this thing and it's free up to a certain point. It's called Airtable.com. A I R T A B L E.com. Airtable.com is amazing. It's amazing.
0: I'm going to check it out. What what specifically does it do?
1: Uh I mean it's it, take a uh, like. I, I mean, I, I don't make want to make everybody's eyes glaze over, but if you could take a spreadsheet and a database and make it really easy to work and use and automate, that's what this does.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll check that out, and I'll have all that linked up in the show notes as well. Do you have a third actionable step?
1: And my third actionable step is going to be learn more about abundance <laughs> um, and 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 just you know in growth and in making your life better um and I, I would say that right now that that's going to be you know something that um it's going to be a verb right so i i just got this uh this thing called best self journal and so it's got a, you got your gratitude journal in there it's it's got a whole thing in there your your morning routine your evening routine um you know it's it, so like it's got your goals, your targets, your your lessons learned for that day, the wins. um and it makes it really easy to to sort of, you know, focus if you will on making that day as productive as possible. And I love it. It's okay. bestself.co. Top productivity tools to achieve your goals.
0: Excellent, excellent. I'll have that, all that linked up in the show notes at menofabundance dot com. You'll be able to see all the show notes with timestamps and all that cool stuff. You've heard me talk about that before. So, other than journaling and um, you know your attitude of gratitude every single morning, what other habits do you have that make the biggest impact in your life?
1: Um, I would say I love, you know, I would say I love. I mean, I struggle with it sometimes. I, you know, daily meditation, and so. Uh, and I've I've tried Headspace and Calm and all these things. And now there's this new app called Sway. I really love it. It's S-W-A-Y. I don't know. That might have been a buck or two.
0: Okay, yeah. We'll check that out. And again, I'll have that linked up as well. I love checking out all these apps and then I'll have them linked up in the show notes. So what are you, what are you reading or listening to today that you could recommend to our abundant leaders and why?
1: Uh, I'm reading uh, Homo Deus by... Uh, Yuval Noah Harari who wrote Sapiens, one of my favorite books of all time Um, Homo Deus is amazing Uh, it's one of those books that will blow your mind Um, so I'm loving that book and just because uh, I I love history and I love thinking about the future and he kind of combines both Um, amazing author Um, I just finished uh, Mark Manson's The Subtle Art of Not Giving Enough And, and that was really great too
0: That sounds like one that's right up my alley. The other one sounds like it's a book that's more down my wife's alley. She loves anything history and future. She's totally into that. So I'm going to recommend that one to her for sure.
1: All right. Awesome. Awesome. Absolutely.
0: So I've got really two more questions for you. The first one is, what do you think holds most people back from living their life of abundance and jumping into doing something like what you're doing?
1: I mean... Wally, would you agree that it's always fear? It's always the lizard brain. It's always, it you know, yeah, yeah. It's got to be. I mean, I, th- I think it's always comes down to fear, and it's not like I, I have all this courage, right? Um, I feel the fear just like everybody else, and just I feel it. I acknowledge it, and then I go through my exercise. Well, what's the worst thing that can happen, right? It's not like the old days we'd walk outside and you know we could get mauled by a tiger. Like we there's, no, there's nothing we have no real fears anymore. Right. So like you know everybody has like you know anxiety and you know these, these issues because you know' it's all, we're all in our heads. but um, I, I really think that when you when you watch your thoughts and you kind of see, oh, like for me, 95 percent of my thoughts are are future based in, in anxiety. And I just watch it and like, oh, you know, I would never listen to that person. if like, if my thoughts were another person, First of all, that, that guy never shuts up, and he flip flops at you know at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. So
0: like, why am I listening to that?
1: So you know, I listen to it, and then I you know I discount it. So I would say fear is what yeah. holds people back.
0: Yeah, and I would agree with that. And I've always said that the cure for fear is action. But also the cure for fear and top of action is having somebody by your side like a coach or a mentor, somebody who's already been down that road. It that doesn't mean that you're not going to run into your own obstacles. You are. But at least it's really having a coach or a mentor is really going to help subside some of those fears, uh, especially when you're there getting ready to um, sign a million dollar deal and go, in a, go a million dollars in debt. But you potentially see a couple, you know, million dollars on top of that coming back to you. I can can imagine that kind that level of fear.
1: Oh yeah, that that was that was a few sleepless nights for sure. <laughs> I'm telling you
0: because when I when I did my first couple of uh, lease options, I was signing for a property that I was potentially going to be paying the you know a couple thousand two thousand dollar monthly mortgage on until I got a tenant buyer in there, and that alone was just on you know as a young I think I was a young staff sergeant in the army at the time or sergeant first class doesn't make a whole lot of money and uh, certainly not that much you know to be paying two mortgages and rent or whatever, but that was that alone was pretty nerve-wracking but i did it because i had that guy by my side
1: and i had some skills i knew what to do yeah no it's great it's great
0: excellent so what does living a life of abundance mean to you i think you've pretty much already answered that but let's answer it here
1: i I mean i think living a life of abundance is um a a daily ritual of fighting you know for me it's like fighting my default of how i grew up right um, I, I didn't grow up with an abundance mentality. My parents didn't have an abundance mentality. So I think for me, it's, it's fighting through it every day, um, knowing that there's enough, I'm enough, um, or at least practicing it, and, um, and, and really having a, a, a metric of abundance. Like, you know, how, how do you define success, right? So for me, it might be spending time and being present with the ones I love.
0: It's a great answer, and what I really liked about your answer was that there's enough in the world, but the part that really struck me that you said was that you're enough. You said I'm enough.
1: And yeah, that alone yeah.
0: is what most people really need to catch right up front is I am enough. I really am. That doesn't mean we're going to stop and stop, stop growing. We say in the military, we say in the Army anyway, we consistently are, are improving our foxhole we got to consistently improve ourselves. If you're not improving yourself, then you're going backwards in my mind, or you're just going stagnant. But understand that you are enough. I love that.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you.
0: Wonderful. So we're going to close this up. Before we do, is there anything that you would like to share with us that I haven't asked? And uh, then we'll uh, find out how we can find out more about you.
1: I mean, I, I think we, we, we covered it all, Wally. Sweet. I think we're good, man.
0: We did how can our abundant leaders get in contact with you? Let's list out your, we're going to have your podcast all li- linked up in the show notes and all that kind of stuff. But what do you have coming up? What's exciting that uh, our guys can get a hold of?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm really excited about my my new software uh, program I just developed called uh, geekpay.io. It's the only uh, financial, or financial uh, CRM, automated financial CRM in the country. So if you're collecting money on a recurring basis and you have somebody that calls you up and says, hey, what's my current balance? This will automate it for ACH and credit cards. If the ACH fails, it charges the credit card on file. If the credit card fails, it charges the ACH on file. So it's great for doctors and lawyers and um, you know people that have uh, you know auto dealers, uh, real estate guys. Um, I'm really excited about it. It's the first time that I've ever kind of scratched my own itch and looked at the market like everything else there sucks and just created created my own solution and i'm really proud of that but i think for the people that really want to um you know create more passive income and have their passive income exceed their fixed expenses the best place to learn more about that is thelandgeek.com and um you know learn what i'm so excited about
0: Excellent. Like I said, we'll have all that linked up in the show notes. And how can we get a hold of that, find out more about that software?
1: Um, I would go to geekpay.io and then just schedule a demo with me and I'll, I'll walk you through it.
0: Perfect. Sounds good. Because I know there's a couple of guys out there that are definitely going to be interested in that. And we'll have all that linked up as well. Mark, it's been a pleasure. Truly enjoyable and uh, conversation. I love what you have going on. I'm going to take a look at what you're doing as well because, like I told you before, I've always been interested in real estate every time I'm looking around, seeing what's going on in the market. Out here in Hawaii, it's just crazy. You're in a perfect market for it being down there in Phoenix for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. But you're, (laughs) you're living the dream, Wally.
0: Yeah, well, I am. There's no doubt about that. That's why I started this whole abundance journey and sharing my journey with everybody else. But love having these conversations, and I respect you, man.
1: Thanks, Wally. I really appreciate it.
0: All right. Take care. Have a good day. You too. All right, guys, we got a little bit technical on that one, talking about the real estate and all the raw development deals and everything. And I know you got so much out of that conversation, but I want to go back to the reason why I titled this particular episode, Fighting Your Default to Live a Life of Abundance, because Mark said that when we were going through the pay it forward round, he said, you have to fight your default and he had a hard time fighting his default. And I do too. This is something that is ingrained in us. There are so many defaults that we have in our head that are not healthy. They're not moving us forward. And we have to, we spend much of our time in this abundance mindset, trying to get rid of the default programming that we had in our mind about money, about sex, about relationships, about reaching out and asking for help and all of this stuff. We have these default screwed up programming in our head that we have to get rid of. So we have to fight that default and reprogram our brain. That's what we're doing here. We're here fighting the default so that we can live a life of abundance, get rid of the scarcity mindset, get rid of the ideas that money is the root of all evil, get rid of the ideas that sex is the what we should be, you know, the type of stuff that you see in these pornography films and on, and not even just pornography but in Hollywood and relationships or this crap that we see in Hollywood and all of these other things that we've been told That simply is not true in many cases. Now, some of you were brought up perfect and you were brought up great, and I I commend you for that. You should be reaching out and helping other people, but the rest of us, we weren't. I certainly was not. I was brought up in a screwed up environment, and I've been fighting my entire adult life trying to get myself on the right path knowing what right looks like, but I fight this default. I personally fight it as well, and that's part of the reason why I started this whole abundance journey, so that I can get around more guys like you, who recognize that we're screwed up, that we have these issues that we need to fight against, and then not really fix it, but just kind of enhance our mindset, enhance our brains to switch over from the scarcity mindset, the the bad relationships mindset, the sex mindset, and all these other things, so that we can live abundantly in everything that we do, in family, faith, finances, and fitness. Now, I don't know if that's what you got out of that conversation, but that's part of what I got out of it, and I wanted to share that with you. Now, go out and live your life of abundance, and men, make sure to pay it forward.
1: That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.